Organic Poison Podcast. I am your host, Shane Smith. Man, I don't know why I took such a big sigh just then. It seems like as if there was something wrong. There's not really anything wrong, actually. Uh, If you listened to it last week, I gave you guys a little update on my uh, life um, in general, outside of the podcast realm and the internet. But, uh, yeah, I went to the doctor today and went for a checkup, and it was great. <laughs> and that is uh, that is more good news. So if you're listening to this episode right after the previous episode, um, that's just a, a double up for you. I'm just going to chat with you guys for a minute, and then I actually am going to play some, uh, play some segments for you guys from this past week's Toxic Tunes and Trends that actually didn't get to get released. So technically, no one's ever heard it. This will be the first time. You get what I'm saying. Uh, but listen, you guys really should tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Uh, every Thursday night to Toxic Tunes and Trends. That's my show. It's 30 minutes of tunes and 30 minutes of me talking about the going-ons of modern society. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that. Yeah, honestly, it, it's, it varies. It definitely varies. But nonetheless, it's a fun Fun segment, uh, fun thing to have on the uh, radio station. If you guys aren't tuned in via DeviantBehaviorRadio.com, then you should be. Uh, new episodes drop on Tuesday. New episodes almost, or should be, in theory, every Tuesday. I'll go ahead and fill you in. For the next 10 weeks, we're about to start doing it big, okay? In the next 10 weeks, we are. I'm going to drop... Ten, at least 10 podcasts and at least 10 songs that are either mine or me on them. How does that sound, okay? In the next 10 weeks, at least 10 podcasts, Organic Poison plus whatever else, uh, at least 10 Organic Poison podcast episodes and at least 10 new songs of mine or me on someone else's music. That's right, and it's not just going to be what you're thinking. Uh, it's going to be some uh, real different vibes. It's going to be good, though, and it's going to be uh, the same. It's going to be some new-sounding stuff and some uh, return to form, if you will. Uh, in all honesty, I'm feeling pretty good these days, financially in a good spot, uh, emotionally in a good spot, mentally in a good spot. Physically, I'm feeling like I'm in a pretty good spot. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. The other day, uh, I spent some time with my family. They came to visit, and we put together my son's uh, trampoline that he got for his birthday almost two months ago. Uh, actually, I well, no, not quite. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it was about two months ago. But we finally put it together, and, oh, man, Daddy had to try it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Daddy had to hop up on that son bitch and, uh, you know, put in some work on the trampoline. And I honestly, I shouldn't have. (laughs) I was, my shoulders hurt still. uh, And, you know, it it was terrible. I mean, it felt great at the time. It felt very uh, uh, empowering to get on there and do a front flip and land on my ass. It felt good to just jump up and land on my back. Like, it was fun. It made me laugh. I had a good time. Uh, Obviously, with family, that was good. Um, And, you know, it was nice, and then the next day I was in a little bit of pain, uh, and then, you know, 
today I was in a lot of pain because I had to go back to work and it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Uh, you know, went and saw also, I took Gideon to see Gideon, my son. I took him to see the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Now, I'm not going to go through the trouble of spoiling it for you guys, but I will tell you, the movie was awesome. I thought it was great. I don't have anything to complain about. I thought it was wonderful. I thoroughly enjoyed the film. If you haven't seen it, uh, you should definitely check it out. Um, I'm typically I'm typically not one to be like, uh, yeah, go to the movies right now and watch this movie, because, I mean, I don't ever really go to the movies and watch a movie. The last... Two movies I think I went to the theaters to see was uh, Ninja Turtles and Puss in Boots, and both of those were for my son. So, uh, well, that's not true. I did go see The Flash, uh, and we did a, a review uh, before and after uh, experience. It was a cool experience to do with the comic book cinema. Uh, you should go check uh, that channel out on YouTube, by the way. Um, <clears throat> and that was fun. You know, we did a thing for The Flash and went and saw that. That movie was uh, exactly what we expected it to be. Um, I was entertained nonetheless. And we went and saw it in one of these badass movie theaters where, like, the seats shake and shit. Man, that was nuts. Uh, but, you know, I really I really wanted to see Oppenheimer in theaters. But I think my window is more or less closed now as a... You know, as a father and a family man, I think I've missed out on my window of going to see Oppenheimer. I might go see this weekend, but I'm probably not going to, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, but, you know, it, I really wanted to see it in theaters, but I wanted to see it in theaters in one of those, you know, crazy-ass, like, $20 a ticket theaters. Uh, and, you know, like I, like the one where we saw Flash. Like, that would have just been, oh, that would have just been lit, man. But, you know, whatever. I'm not I'm not really tripping on it. So uh, I'll just see Oppenheimer uh, whenever I steal it on the internet. Um, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. I heard it was an all right movie. Uh, and, you know, I like all of those films that that guy, I guess Christopher Nolan, everything he does, I seem to enjoy. So I'm quite sure that I'll enjoy Oppenheimer. Did any of you guys see that, uh, the Oppenheimer movie? Am I, I'm not the only person standing on the island that hasn't seen it, Emma. Uh, I'm sure somebody has not seen it, undoubtedly. But, uh, yeah, either way. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to see it in theaters. I digress. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, awesome movie. Uh, I don't want to say that... It, it. There was a couple of times where I wanted to tear up a little bit, but I don't know if that's because I'm sitting there with my son cuddled up next to me or if it's just because it had some heartfelt things. Uh, either way, it was cool. Uh, don't go into it with the expectations of getting the exact same nostalgia, you know, like, or like for that, that to kick in because it is a different kind of movie. Um, but man, it is great. It is good. I thought the voice acting was good. Obviously the art direction was wonderful. Uh, I like it. I like where all the, the, these animated movies that they put a little bit of a budget into, I like where they're going. And, you know, this is coming from somebody who is not like a, you know, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. I, I am not a professional at anything. I don't consider myself like an aficionado of the of the of movies. I'm not a cinephile, as they say. Like I don't. I'm just a, a filthy, dirty casual at just about everything. Uh, so I can't I can't tell you that you know all the fine details of it. But I can tell you, as a filthy, dirty casual, I was entertained, and I'm glad that I saw it in theaters. Uh, 
it honestly made me wish that I would have saw the Across the Spider Verse in theaters, uh, we, which we didn't. Um, uh, probably because I didn't actually tell my son that we were going to go, um, but I did tell him that we were going to see Ninja Turtles, and he held me to it. So, and it was great. We had a blast. We went and got Shipley's donuts before we went, and then we went to Kane's afterwards. And he was under the impression that he was actually going to get meet, like actually get to meet Post Malone at Kane's thanks to all the Kane's ads uh and he he was really ecstatic about that but I'm like no he's not actually there they just have 785 photos of him all posted all around get it posted uh all around the uh the facility and we got the cool cup so you know it was satisfied enough we both ate some chicken and then we went home um we had a great day he and I and my brother-in-law, he came and saw the movie with us. That was cool. But, you know, the Shipleys and the Canes was a daddy and uh, Gideon thing. Had a blast. I know you half of you guys probably don't care. Uh, but I do feel obligated to share that information with you. Um, getting into uh, the coming weeks. Uh, oh, man, I also went to church Sunday morning. That was crazy. I feel like usually the only time I ever go to church is like on Easter for it's like a, like a family obligatory thing. Uh, and in all honesty, um, I, I didn't have a miserable experience. I was glad that, you know, for what it's worth, one thing that I will say, and I think I elaborated this this past Easter when I went to church, I, uh, I was happy that I didn't get hounded for money. And usually it's like I always think like, okay, you know, you go to church on Easter, right? And they know that that's probably some of the most people that they'll have in attendance throughout the year. Uh, they understand that. So they waste all their fucking time asking for money. And that there's nothing that drives me nuts more than anything than people being like, yes, uh, it is a fact that, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, based on our faith, uh, that Jesus rose from the grave and he died for your sins. But also, can, we're going to spend two-thirds of our time here asking you for different in different ways for money. And that just, oh, it just irks me. It's annoying. I understand that you need the money. and But, like, holy shit, dude. Like, what's important here? You know? Like, I don't know. I could go on for that for hours. But I actually probably have already gone on for hours about that in previous episodes. So I'm not going to do that today. I am not going to do that today. Uh, I will say, though, uh, the I, it was a fairly mediocre uh, church trip. Um, honestly, it sounded more like I was listening to a, and you know, no offense to the pastor, nothing, he seemed like a really nice guy, but it seemed more like I was listening to one of the, the various right-wing pundits that I find myself listening to periodically, and in all honesty, I'm trying to get away from, uh, (laughs) I'm trying to get away from culture war and political stuff as it is, it would be really nice to not go to church and hear about that same shit. I understand it's the same conversation, but I don't really know how much God is too worried about a lot of that stuff. And a lot of that stuff, you guys just stop talking about it and just do something about it. I mean, I I will be the first one to tell you that. And that's, you know, I understand people standing up and wanting to stand on their, uh, you know, their moral fiber. uh, And, you know, that goes for any side of the spectrum. But just do something about it. I mean, these people would rather sit in church or rather sit at home or you know, whatever, and get amongst their echo chambers, and this also, this goes for everybody, people would rather just sit amongst their echo chambers and talk shit than actually, like, try to enact some form of change, 
or to speak out in a way that would be beneficial or to, you know, find some kind of compromise and meet in the middle. I don't know. People people will do what they'll do. I'm sure a lot of people say that I just sit around and talk shit as well. That's actually, actually what I'm doing right now. So either way, it doesn't matter. His church, he can do whatever. Um, and, and I ate pizza buffet. Man, listen, I ate too much food this weekend. I've been doing pretty good at, you know, like I said, I think imagine I I think I mentioned it last week, but getting my weight down, you know, trying to get to getting good health, and now I want to start putting on some muscle. Well, I'll tell you what, I fucking ate a bunch of food this weekend, and it was great. I have no regrets. I did have a lot of regrets today when my body was aching in pain from jumping on the trampoline, and my stomach was equally as uncomfortable because of all the trash that I ate this weekend, but. YOLO. Me and the boys, uh, my coworkers, we went and ate China Buffet after work because it was payday week. And, you know, we've been working a lot of hours lately. So we said, hell with it. We're going to get China Buffet after work. And that's what we did. And it was great. But I had Pizza Buffet. I had China Buffet. I had Shipley's. And I had Cane's this weekend. That is very, very much so too much food for your boy. Uh, I do not eat like that anymore, so for me to eat that much this weekend was insane. Uh, only thing was missing was a couple of cold brews, am I right? <laughs> I mean, damn. I'd be lying to you if I told you I don't get off of work on Fridays, and I'm like, damn, man, I really would just love to go grab me a six-pack. But I'm sticking with it. I, I'm waiting for a good occasion. I've said that, and I'm going to stick with it. I, uh, I have not drank all year, and... You know, as as weird as it sounds, I'm proud of that. I have not quit drinking, but I have not drank all year. Uh, that is that is what my story, and I'm sticking to it, and it's great. I'm satisfied with it. Uh, but I will speak. Go ahead and inform you guys. In the coming uh, ten weeks, we're going to be coming with uh, some music, and I'm going to do uh, guaranteed. I'm just my promise to you guys guaranteed maybe not ten, maybe not 10 different guests but 10 episodes with guests at least 10 episodes featuring guests uh and uh yeah i'm really looking forward to it we're going non-stop uh i was going to try to get started on this uh, a couple of weeks ago but you know i've been trying to figure it out like i said last week i've been trying to get it all figured out between you know my productivity and my personal life and uh, I think the personal life is is geared up, so it's time for me to uh, bust some shit out for you guys and uh, get back in the groove. You know, like look, I've said it. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. I want to. I want to get back to trying to encourage all of my homeboys and all of my acquaintances and all of my peers to start podcasts or to start working on their music. Whatever it is, something I've always wanted to do is encourage people to do creative shit and to have conversations and to, you know, just get mixy with it, you know, so that's what I want to get back into doing, and, uh, yeah, um, I, I'm going to do a couple of, uh, obligatory shout-outs, in all fairness, uh, I do want to give a massive shout-out to the Hillian Hideout podcast, if you guys haven't been keeping up with that, I know, you know, Xander's on here all the time, and a couple of weeks ago, I had him and Jimmy on, 
Um, but, and you know, that's the podcast. I'm a host on there. I became, I was on there. I was a guest a few times and eventually I became a host. These guys are two of my childhood friends. So it's cool to be able to do a show with them. And I don't talk about the show enough on here. And I just want to tell you guys, go check them out. Anywhere you listen to this podcast, you can listen to that podcast. So you guys definitely check out the Hylian Hideout. Hylian, Hylian, Halloween. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's a podcast and it's awesome. And you guys need to check it out. And they also we also have a large quantity of music. Some of it I'm on. Some of it is their stuff. And it's a broad variation of sounds. And there's going to be new music coming out with them soon. Uh, shout out to Clark Wayne at DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Me and him are working on a little small project. Uh, with some music, and I think you guys are going to have fun with that whenever it drops. And also, I'm just going to start putting out some music of my own just to put it out. Just just, just throw it out there. Why not? Literally, why not at this point? Uh, another thing I want to shout out is the vacation fund. My goal is to raise money for gas. That's all I'm doing. Is ra- I mean, I say that. I'm going to continue to raise money. But my goal right now is to raise money for gas to get to and from Chicago. Me... And uh, my wife and my son are going to Chicago to visit my brother and to see a band called Don Broco. Uh, and we are also bringing Xander with us, I believe. If he had, if he doesn't bail, we're bringing Xander with us because, uh, yeah, that's the way that that works because Xander's the homie. And, uh, yeah, he's got to go to fucking Chicago with us. And it would be fun, and it's going to be great. And, look, you guys, we're leaving in October, so uh, a dollar – Two dollars, a dollar a week. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Five dollars a week. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the 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 vacation fund is up. Um, it's, it will be in the. Um, I mean, it's essentially just my Venmo, my Cash App, and my uh, and my PayPal. So if you guys you know send it and put a little message in there and be like, this is for the vacation fund. Um, you know, I'm going to be promoting the vacation fund for when we drop the music, all the podcasts and stuff like that. So if you guys are uh, interested in supporting me and the show and all these other things now between or between now and October 24th, um, it's going to be for the vacation fund. You know what I'm saying? So um, my goal right now, like I said, is just to raise gas money. And if you guys help me out with that, then that's awesome. If not, I t- you guys go back and listen to all the previous episodes of Organic Poison. There's plenty of them. And uh, stay tuned for the next couple of weeks, next 10 weeks. We're, I mean, hey, play the music, share the music, play the podcast, share the podcast, make your own music, make your own podcast. Tell me if you want me to come get on that uh, podcast with you or the music. Shit, let's go. I mean, I, I, I want to do anything I can to support any of you guys. Uh, Holler at me, hit me up. Let's do it. I want to. I want to. Let's get mixy, baby. Let's fucking do it. The revolution starts today. Uh, but yeah, so here goes a couple of segments from Toxic Tunes and Trends. Don't forget to go check that out every freaking Thursday at 9 p.m. and new episodes of Organic Poison at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays uh, on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. If you're on Instagram, you need to go add. DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. I tag them in a bunch of stuff, so you guys just go ahead and do the thing, follow them, like all their shit, and listen to the station. There's other shows on there. There's other personalities on there. You guys, check it out. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. And, hey, I've said it. I think I've said it twice already, but I've said it every episode for as long as I can remember now, too. You guys go back and listen. There's so many Organic Poison episodes 
go back and listen to them. If you like the stuff that you've heard, listen, some of the recent stuff that I've done, the can- the one with uh, Joshua Johnson, go back and listen to that one. It gets a little edgy at times, but, I mean, we're just having fun. You know my body. You know my character. I'm just an idiot. I like to have fun and talk shit. So I mean, you're definitely about to find out exactly how much I like to talk shit by this segment that's coming up. Uh, with all that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And thank you for supporting all my friends that I've had on here. And thank you for supporting the radio station. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough. You're awesome. And thank you for being so incredibly patient with me over the past few months as I'm trying to figure myself out, figure my life out, get all my shit together. It really does mean a lot for those of you who stick it out. Some of you guys have been messaging me and telling me, hey, man, it's all good. You fucking get your shit together. I've had, I had some people say some really encouraging shit, and people tell me that you know some of the things that I'm saying is encouraging to them. So all of that shit, you know, it, 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 it matters, and it means a lot to me. And I know it means to some of you, I know it means a lot as well. So, you know, transparency is the best policy, and... Full transparency. I'm ready to fucking rock. So let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Toxic Tunes and Trends on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. I am your host, Shane Smith. Uh, back again for another Thursday. Here we are. Look, I need you guys to, uh, I say it a lot. I'm going to say it again. Take the link, send it to a friend. Look, the show is kind of just getting started, essentially. If you send it to a friend, tell them they did miss out on some, uh, some hype tunes, but... We've got more coming after after I talk to you guys about a few little interesting things. Look, I mean, toxic tunes and trends. At times, we get away from the trends. Sometimes we find ourselves just talking about whatever it is that I want to talk about. But here's something that I'm sure a lot of you guys would be interested to know about. Uh, former dancers accuse Lizzo of harassment and creating a hostile work environment. That's crazy. I would have never guessed that that would... I mean, I don't actually know. Lizzo doesn't exactly strike me as someone who would be creating a hostile... Maybe a brat a little bit. A little bit of entitlement to a degree, but beyond that, maybe she deserves a little entitlement. I don't know. So hear me out. Three professional dancers are demanding a jury trial in their lawsuit against Lizzo, a four-time Grammy-winning artist known for celebrating body positivity. For allegedly creating a hostile work environment, the allegations include sexual, racial, and religious harassment and false imprisonment. Uh, okay, the suit brought against 35-year-old Melissa Vivine Jefferson, professionally known as Lizzo, was filed at the... I did not know that was her name. Uh, was filed at the Los Angeles County Superior Court on Tuesday. It paints a picture of an allegedly hostile work environment in stark contrast to how she portrays herself to the public. I mean, it's a little aggressive, but uh, the lawsuit obtained... I mean, in all fairness, this that's right, and the way she portrays herself to the public, but we, this is so far, this is literally just people talking. I'm not trying to defend Lizzo. I am not a defender of Lizzo very frequently, but, I mean, innocent until proven guilty, right? The lawsuit obtained through the plaintiff's attorneys at West Coast Employment Lawyers includes a slew of accusations against the artist. Her production company, Big Girl Big Touring Inc., as well as as well as the captain of her dance team, Shirley Quimby Quigley, excuse me, uh, 
Lizzo's former dancers, Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez, filed a total of nine charges against the Grammy-winning artist and her team, spanning from May 21st to May 23rd. During that during that time, the dancers were weight-shamed, forced to endure sexually de- denigrating behavior, and preaching about sexuality and Christianity, and were pressured into participating in disturbing sex shows. That sounds a little contradictory, but whatever, according to WCEL statement. The stunning nature of how Lizzo and her management team treated their performers seems to go against everything Lizzo stands for publicly, while privately she weight shames her dancers and demeans them in ways that are not only illegal, but absolutely demoralizing, uh, the attorney Ron Zambrano said in a statement. Lizzo was dubbed the undisputed queen of TikTok by Billboard magazine last December after raking in the most video views on the social media platform in 2022. She's long been a backer of body positivity and self-love, encouraging listeners and fans to be comfortable in their own skin. NPR attempted to, this is on NPR by the way, NPR attempted to reach Lizzo's representatives for comment, but a response was not received before publication. The 44-page complaint alleges the performer doesn't always practice what she preaches. Well, if this, if there's any merit to this, then obviously that would be true. Um, You know, when I was reading about this earlier, there's some pretty crazy uh, details. Actually, let me just read a little more for you guys. The documents detail one occasion where Lizzo allegedly pressured Davis, Rodriguez, and Williams and the rest of her employees to engage with nude performers in Amsterdam's red light district, in which Davis repeatedly said she didn't want to and was hounded by Lizzo as a result. One of the complaints alleges that Lizzo aggressively confronted Rodriguez, who was resigning because of how the pop star had had treated Davis. The complaint alleges Lizzo stormed toward the dancer, bawling her hands into her into a fist and cracking her knuckles while shouting profanities. Lizzo was restrained, according to the court documents, but Rodriguez feared Lizzo was going to attack her. Another charge accuses Lizzo of falsely Im- imprisoning Davis in a room, keeping her there against her will until she allowed tour staff to search her phone and iCloud storage. Two of the plaintiffs, Davis and William, First met Lizzo in March 2021 while competing as contestants on a reality TV show, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, for a chance to join the star's live shows. Rodriguez was hired in May 2021 as a dancer for Lizzo's Rumors music video and stayed on with the dance team. Davis and Williams were eventually fired, but Rodriguez resigned, citing Lizzo's behavior. Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. (laughs) I mean... Like I said, you don't really know how much of that stuff like has merit, but in the same breath, man, if that is, if there's any of that that's true, like wow, uh, you know, I guess it's a prime example of not everything is as it seems. But it, like I said, it also could just be a sense of entitlement. I mean, Lizzo has pretty much been seemingly been told yes ever since she reached any kind of success. Uh, I know that apparently she had like a, a cool little backstory or something like that about how she lived in her car and, you know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, literally. I don't know much about her beyond uh, the fact that she openly is proud that she's fat uh, and she, you know, has a pretty good voice. I guess she can play the flute. Uh, I, but yeah, aside from that, I know that she is openly happy that she is fat. Interestingly enough, though, 
I'm sure we'll hear more about that as time uh, goes on, and I imagine that between this show or the podcast, Organic Poison, new episodes every Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on DV Behavior Radio until a couple of days later when I upload it to the streaming services. Uh, ironically enough, and now, look, I'm not trying to be this guy, but these are two stories that hit the timeline on the same day, okay? And there's just some irony to it. I don't understand why. This is actually not the story I meant to pull up. Uh Okay, so both of these hit the timeline on the same day, the same day, uh, and it's just, I mean, ironic, I don't know. I have literally have no clue, and I'm not just doing this to pit the ladies against each other, but uh, look, man, this right here says, Taylor Swift gives bonuses totaling over $55 million to every person working on Massive Eras Tour, which is her world tour, what have you. Yeah, so just digging into that a little bit. Uh, a cruel summer. Okay, this is this is people people magazine or people dot com. So you know whatever they're gonna whatever. A cruel summer, not for Taylor Swift's Eras Tour crew. Sources confirm to people the pop star who's set to play six sold out shows in Inglewood SoFi Stadium recently gave bonuses totaling over fifty five million to everyone from her dancers to riggers sound technicians, and caterers, among others, working on her massive show. TMZ previously reported that Swift, 33, gifted truckers on her tour $100,000 each ahead of her concert stop in Santa Clara over the weekend. The Grammy winner kicked off her tour in March in Glendale, Arizona, dazzling fans with a career-spanning 44-song set list, Jesus Christ. Since then, her concerts have drawn famous friends and faces, including Miles Teller, Drew Barrymore, Reese Weatherspoon, Gigi Hadid, Paul Rudd, and more. I don't care about that. This is people, obviously. In June, Swift announced the, that she would be heading across the pond and around the world in 2024 for shows across Europe, Asia, Australia, Oh, and Australia. The singer announced her first international leg of shows in Latin America earlier in the month, teasing that there were lots more dates to come. Amid the release of her, I don't give a damn about this. I want to hear about the money. So is that it? Is that all they're going to tell us? Yeah, so apparently she literally uh, gave bonuses across her crew for $55 million in total, or roughly $55 million. That's a lot of fucking money, mate. I mean, I'm sure that whenever this tour is over, she's going to make it, or they're going to be like, this is one of the highest grossing tours of all time, you know, next to Ed Sheeran or some shit like that or whatever, which, you know, good for her, good for them, good for everybody involved. It's just, I do find it interesting that that information, that that information hit the, uh, the, uh, the internet at the same time as the uh, shitting on Lizzo one. Now, the main reason why it's ironic to me, is just because she is a skinny white girl, and the other girl, the other girl happens to be a proud fat black woman, and to me that is a uh, that is crazy. Like that that contrast there is just interesting. Now, mind you, I don't personally I I look at them both as pop stars that uh, are annoying at times. Lizzo's got catchy music. Taylor Swift's got catchy music. Taylor Swift's got a much longer le- legacy. I personally think that. Uh, I don't know. I think that I would be more inclined to, uh, I think that, oh, hang on. Excuse me. I I think that, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't look, it, the thing is, in my opinion, it's like the whole, uh, 
embrace embrace uh, whatever Lizzo her whole thing that she does, and the way, not just not the fact of embrace who you are and be happy with who you are. I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. I just think that the fact that she's so brash and like uh, all about her fat ass and all this other stuff and talks about she's always talked about that kind of stuff or whatever, and it's like. Even when it's unnecessary, like you remember when she pulled up and like put her bare ass on the uh, the seats at the uh, basketball game, people were like, "What the hell?" Like, and it's like stuff like that. You know, it's like when things like this happen, it makes people come down on them a lot harder, uh, in my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, we've seen people who haven't been so uh, abrasive, and uh, you know, then be still be shitheads too. Like when people found out that Ellen was kind of a a jackass to all of her employees and then came out, oh, man, I thought Ellen was, like, super nice, but no, come to find out, she's a total cunt. So, I mean, allegedly, I don't know. I don't know any of these people. But uh, it's there is there is a lot of parallels and interesting facts and angles to look at this whole individually, of course, the, the Lizzo thing. I'll be curious to see what more comes out from the Lizzo thing. And, you know, hey, I hope Taylor continues to pay her people as well as she does. Now, mind you, Taylor Swift seems like the kind of person between her and company that can afford to give out $55 million bonuses and it be some kind of, like, tax write-off or some shit like that. But, uh, you know, I mean, in all fairness, I don't expect Lizzo to do that for two reasons. For one, uh, Lizzo has not been in the game anywhere near as long as Taylor Swift has, so the, I imagine that the money is not quite there. I don't even think that Lizzo has, you know, 14 songs that the average person could name, but I'm willing to bet you that, you know, there are quite a lot of people that can name at least 20 Taylor Swift songs. Maybe not 20, let's just say 14. Uh, greatest Hits. Lizzo hasn't been around long enough to have a full Greatest Hits album. Taylor Swift has. So it makes sense why Taylor Swift... But it doesn't make any sense why somebody would be... Do, I mean, it does make sense. But it is still really shitty that somebody would treat their uh, treat their employees the way that Lizzo allegedly did. Um, you know, I, of course, I'm not to... You know, but I think that the blogs are the ones that are making the thing... Uh, maybe not. They might not be making it about race. But... It is odd. It is odd, I have to say. It doesn't matter. Look, we're going to come back in a few minutes, and we're going to talk about some more stuff. But I want you guys to take this link and send it to some friends. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do the damn thing. We're going to come back. I'm going to play some more music. and We're going to get hype. We're going to have a good time. If you guys like the music, let me know. Also, I want somebody to let me know what y'all want to hear next week. Y'all want me to play a playlist of one artist? You want me to play a playlist of some style of music? Something you guys got to let me know. Let me know. Travis Scott just put out an album. Got a few songs on here from that album. Utopia. Uh, I'm not going to revisit the Astro World event from last year. We're not going to do that. We do that enough on my podcast. Uh, but, you know, hey, we're going to uh, we're gonna party. Hey, this next song is called... Oh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it? Just kidding. It's called Mamacita. <laughs> crazy look i i really hope that you are very happy to be tuned in to toxic tunes and trends on deviantbehaviorradio.com uh my name is shane smith i am the host of this show um look i'm not going to tell you guys i'm not going to pester you to send the link out again tonight uh but i will let you know whoever you are whoever's listening this show comes on every single Thursday at 9 p.m. We do 30 minutes of tunes and 30 minutes of trends. You should set an alarm and save it for 
8.55 on Thursday nights, so you can tune in. You should also save Deviant Behavior Radio in your phone, so that way you listen to the music. There's music all day long. There's plenty of other shows. My podcast, Organic Poison, airs on 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. And, uh, yeah, you guys should tune in to more stuff. There's plenty more stuff here, and we want more people to tune into the station at all times of the day uh, and the night. doesn't matter. doesn't matter where you live. There's some people that live on the other side of the country, some people that live on the other side of the world that listen to this station, and we need a lot more. So no matter who you are, no matter where you are, tune in. Uh, look, I'm not, I don't have any article to pull up about it. Uh, I'm just going to kind of spitball it with you guys. They apparently... They apparently indicted Trump again for the third time. He has been indicted. Uh, this time it has, I believe, it has something to do with January 6th. Um, crazy, you know, and apparently they're going to uh, indict him again on the 4th. Oh, no, no, excuse me, not on the 4th. They're going <laughs> to indict him a fourth time, allegedly, I don't know, for some uh, shit that happened in uh, Georgia. I mean... A lot of this political stuff, if you ever hear me talking about it, I always just want to encourage you to, like, look at look it up, you know, yourself. Whenever we talk about anything that might be considered, uh, I don't want to necessarily say controversial. This is clearly controversial. Uh, but it's not controversial to talk about it. I think it's just controversial in our, uh, in our country right now, obviously, with the hostilities of political tensions and what have you. But to people who give a shit, obviously, there's a lot of people who don't, care which is fair enough i understand it's pretty simple easier to not care at times but uh yeah i, I think it's pretty crazy um for the, you know a lot of people are saying that this guy is like apparently not a lot of people are saying this but this is he's apparently facing like 500 years in jail or some shit like that like I, and this is all for i mean in all reality this is just all so he won't run again like they, they, the, the establishment government. Uh, just so you guys know, we were not talking about politics at the beginning of the show. We were not talking about politics. Uh, we were actually talking about fat girls and skinny girls. But there is something interesting about the way that there's the establishment, if you will. Which those of you who know me know that I'm very much uh, hypercritical about the establishment, the government and its establishment ways, if you will. Um, and and there's, there's something interesting about the fact that they are so much against Trump. I imagine some of you guys do, probably don't like Trump either, which is fine. I don't really like Trump either. I don't actually not. I don't really. I don't like Trump either. That's a better way to put it. But I also have such a great disdain, more so than my disdain for Trump, and more so than my disdain for any one person in the like involved with the government, I do not like the establishment aspect of our government. I do not like the manipulative ways. I do not like the finesse that the government, the the wool that it pulls over our eyes. I do not like any of that shittery that our government pulls off. That it frequently pulls off. I don't like any of it. I, it's it, and it's been you know I don't like. The fact that we are fighting, we are literally about to have, participate in a war in Europe. Uh, I don't like the fact that they are probably about to reinstate the draft. Uh, I mean, I don't like any of that shit. Um, so with that being said, 
it makes me uncomfortable as to why they go so hard to try to get rid of Donald Trump. Now, a quick thing to say would be, well, they don't want him to fuck everything up, right? I mean, let's just say that you're like you're probably on, not you're probably some. Let's just say one or two or seven or all of you are like adamantly down with them arresting Donald Trump. Like, let's just assume that you're down with that. Why? Because you don't like him. That's fair. I mean, it's fair to say you don't like him. In my opinion, and I'm not saying that this automatically means like just because someone likes the color blue, I automatically have to like the color red because I'm just going to be a contrarian. But it does raise questions. Why would you be so adamant about getting rid of Donald Trump? Because if the people who we have historically said, most of us, a lot of us say, if you've gravitated to this show, then you probably have some reason or another to say that you don't trust or you don't like the government, right? Whether it be from the George Bush era, whether it be from the Obama era, whether it be from the Joe Biden or Donald Trump era, any of the deep state, any of the imperialistic behavior of our government, you've probably found a reason or two to say, I really don't like or trust our government for one reason or another. Right? I mean, I mean, come on, at this point, at least, at least a few of you must have that to say. So you have to wonder, it raises the question, why are they so adamant about making sure Donald Trump doesn't run again? They talk about fair elections. You know, like, I watched a video today, or I listened to a video today that came up in my rotation. It was some random video. I don't know, I don't know like, uh, how it popped up or whose page it was initially on. But it was interesting to me that uh, it pulled up. And it was, like, all of these times right after Donald Trump became president in 2016. And there were, it was all of these people that, like, let's just say, it was, uh, some of them were Democrats, you know, like, in, uh, like, in the government, and some of them, I mean, and there was some Republicans, and well, I don't think, and I don't know if any Republicans said it, but it was all about how Donald Trump wasn't the, Charlemagne the guy, Donald Trump wasn't the real president, because they don't think he was fairly elected, and that clearly uh, Russia or some, you know, some shit like this got him elected and the, it was rigged and all this other stuff. Now they're wanting to indict Donald Trump for saying the same shit. Like, and it's like, it's like some, the country is in peril because, for some reason because of this. Like, it's literally, I'm telling you, and that's something that you should Google or go on YouTube and find this video. It was 10 minutes of people, different people talking about how that Donald Trump wasn't the real president i mean dude it, it it's insane the like i don't both the hypocrisy and just the blatant like like what proof do you have of that what proof did they ever have of that and by the way he remained president until his term was over and the same government and the same establishment that says that said he wasn't the blah 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 blah, and that there was a conspiracy to get him elected and all this other stuff. Those same people conspired to make sure that he didn't get reelected. And I'm not saying because they stole votes or because of shit like that. I'm saying which they could have. I don't know. I'm not. I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I'm just saying, like they literally got every institution in America to work its way against Donald Trump. 
what, no matter what it was to do. And for Joe Biden, I want you to think about something after being almost three years into the Joe Biden presidency. I want you to think about something. That guy, Joe Biden, got more votes than anyone else in American history. More votes than anyone else in American history, Joe Biden got. Does that make sense to you? I'm not saying I'm not trying to make a, say there was a conspiracy theory of votes being faked or anything like that. So don't don't jump to that conclusion. I just want you to think about the fact that so many people, for this everything that's happening in the world right now, that you could tie to Joe Biden and his corrupt ass family, his establishment. Uh, community all of this shit that has gone on since then since he has become president i know you can't blame him for everything i'm just pointing out all of that was worth donald trump not being president now mind you i i actually think it would be great if something happened and he didn't go to prison but he was still ineligible to become president i think that there are better people not Ron DeSantis. I think Vivek Ramaswamy would be great. But in all honesty, at this point, I don't care who be- I do care. But I, as long as we do not have an establishment crony piece of shit become our president, which they will, it'll probably end up being Joe Biden again or like Kamala Harris or some shit like that. But I mean, be realistic. For those of you who stuck around long enough to listen to this segment of the show, be realistic. And I want you to take it, don't just think about mean words and, and shit like that and just your own personal bias. Of, well, yeah, you can take your own personal bias into consideration if you want to, but I just want you to be realistic and think about the fact of, look up the, the situation that our country is in. Look at the shit that's going on across the world that has to do with our country or has to do with our country being in, in, in dire straits. And tell me that you actually, you actually believe that, Don, not Donald Trump, that you believe that Joe Biden is running the ship the way it's supposed to be ran and that you think that you trust our government currently as it stands to take care of us and to help make the right decisions for us. Our large federal government, you think that what they're doing is the best that can be done, and it is like, it, it, this is exactly, we're on the right path. You tell me that. I don't believe that a single soul that is listening to this can tell me that. I'm not, t- I, I really can't tell you that Donald Trump would have done any better, but I would have trusted him to have done better at this point. 100% him to have done better than the establishment that has existed thus far. I mean, obviously, fuck what I think. I understand. I understand that what do I know? I don't know anything about what happens on Capitol Hill. But I do know what happens in the country of America. I do know what happens amongst me and my neighbors. You know, like, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. We all have our own opinions, and we're all entitled to that. Uh, And I try not to go on these political rants on this show specifically because of the fact that there's plenty of other things going on in the world. But Jesus Christ, man, it gets old. It gets old. It gets old listening to people talk about how, you know, there's always an excuse. 
It's like, what do you? Why do you not like Donald Trump? Because he, you know, because the people will say, oh, he was clearly racist and homophobic. Have you Googled any of the shit that Joe Biden has said in his life? There is far more proof that Joe. I mean, these are petty things. These are petty things that someone told us that we should, you know, subscribe to, and we did immediately because this was framed that way. This was framed that way. This was framed that way. So many different things, and. It's not that I like Donald Trump. It's the principle of the fact that they hate him so much. They want you to hate him so much. And that's what, that's what gets my brain churning. Because fuck them. Fuck them. Look, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please don't... T- I know you guys made an alarm. You guys made an alarm for 855. I already know you did. And you probably are about to go, I'm not listening to this dude again. I promise we don't get too political that often. Uh, but it is it is a trend. I'm not gonna lie. It is a pretty uh it is a pretty trending uh experience right now. So uh, yeah, the 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 world is uh, I'm not gonna I told myself I'm gonna stop saying that the world is collapsing around us because it's not the right way for me to act. It's not the thing for me to say, it's not the positive way to be. Uh, but look, I'm just going to tell you, we need a smaller federal government and, uh, we need to all care about each other more. That's a better idea. I think we need to start figuring out compromises amongst ourselves because we're going to need each other a lot in the years to come. So, uh, toxic tunes and trends on deviantbehaviorradio.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next Thursday. You guys have a great weekend. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comes out this weekend and I'm thinking about taking my son, but don't tell him.